we live in a world where we cannot control a lot of things, but how you feel dictates your mood and how you react to things, and you do have control over that. You do have control over how clean your closet is, regardless if you think so or not, and you do have control over what you put on in the morning and how that makes you feel. And if you feel empowered, then you can take on the rest of the world. What's up, ladies? Welcome back to the Just Realize podcast. It's Katie here, your personal stylist and lifestyle guru. I literally just gave myself that name like five seconds before hitting record because I was like, well, it's my life and I'm just being super vulnerable with all the things that work for me as I navigate every transition in my life. And obviously, I'm bringing you all of the styling tips and ideas. So anyways, today, I'm super pumped about today's episode. It is one that is rooted and all things styling and how we can really utilize it to our advantage. And I'm super fucking pumped and we're taking it to the basics and it holds a little special place in my heart. But before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to start us off with a mindful Monday mantra. So something that's been coming up for me lately, and I'm sure it's coming up for you as well if it's coming up for me, is, you know, new year, new you, everybody's jumping in, we're tackling our goals, we're doing all the scary things, we just completed the very first year of the new year, and if you're anything like me, you have a really big grand plan of shit you want to get done, and maybe your I'm not enoughness is kicking up. I know mine is a little bit. So my mantra this week is just taking it back to simply, I am enough. So whether it's trying something new, um, whether it's just like doing scary things, whether it's doing the basic shit that we need to do every day for ourselves, it's just a reminder that you are enough and you are worthy of all of it. So just keep doing it. All right. So I'm super excited about today's episode because I have some really, really good tips and it's just so funny because this whole journey around the podcast and my styling business has been such a fucking full circle moment for me and like as I just move through my life now daily, I'm like, oh my God, the signs have always, always, always been there and I just, it cracks me up that it took me so long to get to this space, but what I talk about today will be make even more sense because, as you know, it holds a special place in my heart. So I've been digging in really, really deep into my morning routine. That was the one thing I promised myself I would leverage as I stepped into a new year and I stepped into starting my own business and all of that. And I let my morning routine slip like shit as soon as the pandemic hit and I Throughout the summer and into the fall, like I'd have moments of on and off, on and off. I would say the fall was really, really tough for me emotionally, like unraveling everything that happened after getting laid off from my job and really trying to find myself and really go deep on what I wanted to do. And my morning routine has completely, completely fallen apart. But I picked it back up once I started getting the clarity on my business in November and like December. But then, of course, December like got side railed with the holidays and Christmas break and things like that. So I've been nailing it for this last, what, 10, 11 days. Um, and it really, really does change your whole day, how you wake up. And I'm a firm, firm believer of that. In 2019, when I really started my morning routine, it changed everything for me. But 
there's one thing that's missing that I want to talk about today. So I'm reading and I'm late on this too, right? So I'm reading um, The Miracle Morning or The Morning Miracle or whatever the fuck the book is called. The Miracle Morning, I think it's called, by Hal Effort. I forwarded it to a couple of you guys that are probably listening. And it's a really quick, easy read. He's telling you, like, these are the amazing things that you can do in the morning. And it's really, like, I don't know why. It's just really resonating with me. I think it's because I'm trying to get back into this space. So I've really been leaning into that. And I'm doing that. And then, you know, I'm working on my business and all these other things. And I'm like, oh, I just had this really big aha moment as I was working through with some of my new clients. And it just opened things wide up for me this week. So today's episode is really all about the one thing that is still missing from your morning routine. So you've meditated, you've worked out, you've journaled, you've done all the things. And now it's time to go get dressed. So the one other thing that's still missing from your morning routine is a clean fucking closet. Okay, ladies? An organized, put together, clean closet that you love. And the reason I laughed when like this idea just kind of hit me was, of course, it always comes back to the closet for me because... The closet is such an intermensal space in my life, right? The closet is where I, you know, had my first kind of like breakdown of like, okay, this cannot be my fucking life. Like something has to change. This is not what success feels like. The closet is where I launched my podcast. The closet is where I am talking to you right now. My closet has a full blown fucking podcast studio in it now. It has a full little, uh, what the fuck? altar for lack of a better word where I have my tarot my crystals my oracle cards like I have a journaling spot I have two chairs a desk and obviously all all of my clothes and I realized that not everybody is as lucky as me to have a my own closet that is so big but I mind you this is one of the reasons I would not move my house so a couple of years ago when my company was relocating and they wanted me to relocate the number one reason I could not find a new house to move into is because I'm obsessed with my closet. Anyways, so I never realized how important it is and how important the organization of the closet is. And until I decided to do the podcast, I hadn't really thought about it. And yes, my closet was big, but it was just like junk and it just had like stupid shit in it. Like, oh my God, like the ironing board was in one corner full of just shit, like clothes I needed to wash or clothes I didn't fit anymore or my kids' clothes because you know how quick they grow to clothes. I had so much shit in here. Old toys of my daughter's because they didn't fit anywhere else like because my fucking closet's as big as her bedroom. <laughs> so I'm not saying that like the layout of the house is perfect, but the closet is. And just like, it was not a good space. So when I decided to really make this like my own personal space, I did this whole major clean out and I organized it and I had all my clothes lined up and I never really thought about how much it changed my life, my life, but it really did. So I really want to lean in that today. And I want to tell you the benefits of having this space. And then we'll go through a little bit of like how to go through and edit your wardrobe so you can clean up the closet so it doesn't have to be that big, scary space. But the one reason it's so, so important is just think like before you've ever even started your day, getting dressed seems like such a simple task for the day. 
But if you open up your closet door and you look inside and it's a disaster, you can't find anything, you don't know where your favorite pair of pants or your favorite pair of jeans are, or you think you have that shirt that you always like to wear, but you can't find it, blah, 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 whatever that story is, maybe you share a closet and this is a pain point for you guys. Every time you open the closet door to get something dressed, not only are you being faced with, what do I want to wear today? How do I want to feel? And maybe something's going on in your life and you don't even fucking feel inspired to get dressed. Now you're also in a space that does not make you feel good, right? And we all know how important this is because we all know Marie Kondo's story. We all know about the joy of tidying up or whatever the book is called. I can't remember. She has a whole fucking Netflix show. She has all of the things because it is real. It is so real. When we are in clear spaces, we can think clearly, right? If you're in a cluttered space, your mind will be cluttered. It will follow along with it. It's too overwhelming visually. There's too much for you to process. It's not streamlined. It automatically will not make you feel good. It immediately will start kicking up little um, anxiety and different things like that, right? So think about it. You've set, you've spent this whole morning getting ready, meditating, journaling. You're so zen. And then you open your closet door and your first thought after, of course, you've showered if you worked out. Your first thought is like, oh my God, my fucking closet is a disaster. I hate my closet, blah, 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 whatever those thoughts are. I have nothing to wear. You know, all of that. And everybody does it. I've done it. I've done it for years. And this is a passion of mine. But if I step into this space when I didn't own this space and when this space was not mine, I felt like that all the time because I was letting every other piece of my life come in and take over. So it was not my space. It wasn't a sacred space. Anyone who is on this journey of growing and bettering themselves, I guarantee you, you have a space, whether it's a nook, a cranny, a corner. You have a sacred space where you like to go to read, journal, meditate, whatever that is for you. And I guarantee you that that space looks and feels a certain way. And if things are in disarray, it would change the way you felt when you sat in that space and your closet is no different, especially because you're going into your closet a minimum of one time a day. So it's a really, really important space to make sure that it's clean, to make sure that you love it, that it's organized. And there's a lot of emotional energy that goes into our closet because it's directly tied to your clothes, which I'm sure you're tracking along here with me, directly tied back to how you feel. And I've been talking to a bunch of people on Instagram about this, like, where do you struggle? And we all have the same struggles, right? We all feel like we can't make confident choices and put outfits together. Uh, A lot of us hold on to things that don't fit anymore. That doesn't make us feel good, okay? Does not make you feel good. Uh, We hold on to things that have negative emotions. A lot of times, if you've had a really big, I don't want to say life event, but if you've had a meaningful event in your life, your brain, you can very quickly... Um, tie back to sounds, colors, what you wore, who was there, all those things. And if your closet was full of clothes that you feel like you have to keep, again, is not going to make you feel good. And just think of this, right? I know we've all done this. And again, I am right there in that same boat with you. I've done this a thousand times. Think about those mornings where you go in the closet and you pick something out that maybe someone gave you for Christmas or your birthday, your mom, your mother-in-law, your aunt, your sister. And you're like, you know, I should really wear this sweater that my grandma gave me because she gave it to me and you wear it and it just doesn't jive with you, right? 
How is your day? How do you feel all day? All day, you feel off. All day, you never hit that point where you're in flow. You never hit the point where like you're just like killing it. You feel great because there's just something about you that feels off. It's no different than wearing something that's just flat fucking uncomfortable, right? If it doesn't make you feel good, it doesn't matter why, get fucking rid of it. It doesn't matter. We got to make this space special and it needs to be full of things we love because guess what? We live in a world where we cannot control a lot of things, but how you feel dictates your mood and how you react to things and you do have control over that you do have control over how clean your closet is regardless if you think so or not and you do have control over what you put on in the morning and how that makes you feel and if you feel empowered and confident then you can take on the rest of the world and you're already creating the basis and the foundation to take on anything else that happens in the day right this is why i'm saying this is the missing piece of your morning routine because it's all part of that the morning routine and all the things we do in the morning to prep for the day are all so that you know whether you're visualizing events that might happen so you can do scary stuff or things like that this is all part so you can show up and be your best fucking self and this is no different and when i was thinking about this episode and this podcast I was like just doing some research. I always do like a little bit of research and like brain dumping and things like that. And I came across this one quote and it said, if you want to change your life, clean out your closet or something like that. I can't remember what it, exactly what it said. But the second part of the quote was, we always hold on to things that no longer serve us. I will put the quote in the show notes because I'm fucking but- butchering it right now. But I was like, that is so true. We're constantly holding on to things that no longer serve us. And we're carrying that energy with us, right? So clear out the space, clear your mind, clear that energy. Because how you do one thing is how you do all things. So don't tell me that you're going to show up and kick ass all day and handle all those other things if we can't handle these basic stuff like cleaning our closets and getting dressed in the morning. So I'm super excited to kind of walk you guys through the process and just give you some quick tips to get it organized. But there's still so many benefits of having a clean closet. So I jotted down some that I want to run through with you. Having a clean closet means you can save some money. And I know this sounds funny because a lot of you are like, yeah, but what you're about to tell me in a few minutes is how to clean out my closet and get rid of stuff, which means I probably want to start thinking about filling it with new stuff. But there's still a method to the madness and it's going to help you because we have a lot of tips and tricks. But the real reason you can save money here is you can start to see, do you have a lot of duplicate items? Are you always buying the same things over? Or my favorite is... You buy something that you already have, but you couldn't find it because your closet's not clean. How many of us have like a bajillion pairs of black pants because we couldn't find them because they were shoved somewhere. So you just ran out and bought a new pair because you needed a new pair. And I'm not talking about just like black leggings, but black pants that probably you would wear to work. I feel like that's such a standard where you would wear anywhere, not even just to work. Right. So it will save you money. And being really clear on what makes you feel good and what clothes make you feel good ultimately help you save money too because it really cuts back on your impulse purchases, all right? Again, we know how important it is to start your day in a space you love and to start your day, you know, feeling empowered instead of chaotic. 
So we already talked at length about why that's so important. And again, if you share a closet with your spouse, I'm pretty sure that one of you is probably messier than the other. I used to share a room with my little sister (laughs) and it will help you. It's one less thing to fight about, right? So if you are the messy one, then you can bring this, your spouse will appreciate it. And if they are the messy one, then you can bring them along for the ride and take them and walk them through this edit and you guys can make it really fun. And I promise it gives you one less thing to fight about. Also, how fucking inspired do you feel like just when your house is clean, right? Your whole house is clean. It always feels good to be in that space. I always feel lighter when my house is really clean. Now, I will have to tell you, I am the opposite of a hoarder. So like my husband jokes all the time, like I am a purger. I will throw everything away. So Don't follow in those footsteps. I have some very good like questions to ask yourself as you're walking through this. But the reason that I purge so much is because I like to feel light. I like the lightness that not having a lot of things around me stimulating me gives me because it lets me step into like this other creative space. And for me, it's really about it helps me build trust in myself. And I know that sounds kind of weird. But when I feel light, and I don't have a lot of things stimulating around me, like visually, because most of us are visual, most of us are visual learners, like you see something. And that's how you learn things. And that's how you can be like, Oh, yeah, now I understand how things work. And if you're constantly being fed things all the time, I just think it's harder to get into a space where you can really think for yourself. And last but not least, the best part about cleaning out your closet, if you are starting to think about this style journey or just whatever that is for you, maybe you're just starting to think like, oh, I am so tired of wearing sweatpants and lounge pants for the last, what is what are we on, month 10? This will help us realize where we're in a style rut, where we can incorporate new things that will bring us joy. Or... This is where we can take those loungewear pieces and start to mix and match with some of our other favorite pieces in our closets. So we can start to create a little bit more joy in our lives every day. So I've done this um, clean out with a client of mine. We literally did it over Zoom, right? All personal styling, I'm learning very quickly, can all be done over Zoom. No, You don't have to have a stylist come to your house and go through this with you. All of this can be virtual. So we did this virtual over Zoom. We did the whole thing and she immediately felt better. It was like a cleansing experience. And then a week later, I don't even know if it was a week, a couple of days later, we were talking. I asked her some questions, some follow-up questions. And she was like, yeah. And she's like, and I've been wearing all these different outfits and I feel inspired. I'm mixing and matching again. I'm wearing makeup every day and I feel great. And I was like, that's all we needed. That's all we want is to feel great at the end of the day. Everything we do is because we want to feel great and we want to be happy. All right. So now that I've rambled about how fucking important this is, um, I want to jump in to like my favorite tips and tricks. I really want to walk you through the process that I did when I cleaned out my closet to start the podcast, right? So this is the part where things get hairy, but I promise it is so good. So either you can do it all or you can do it section by section, but take all that shit out. Clean out the entire closet. Get it all out. If your closet's really big and you feel like that's completely overwhelming, then do it section by section. But even though like my closet is pretty big, a lot of it isn't clothing-spaced, if that makes sense to you. So 
I took everything out because also at this point, my clothes weren't organized. Like I had jeans in some sections and skirts and so I had them mixed together. I had them in random sections. I had tops with bottoms, bottoms with tops. Like there really was no organization to it. So this is why I r- really recommend just taking everything out of the closet, lay it on the bed. And I want you to touch each piece. This is where we get very into like the Marie Kondo pieces. I want you to go through each piece and really sit with it. And this is, ask yourself, how does this make me feel? Do you love it? Do I love this? Does this make me feel powerful when I put it on? If the answer is no, it's going to go into a different pile, right? So we're going to take everything out. The easiest thing to do is to set up the three piles. So the first pile is going to be like, love it, keep it, no matter what. The second pile is donate, maybe. And then third pile is toss it. And when I say toss it, I want to be very clear here that I'm not asking anyone to um, waste clothing. Uh, for us here, we have a recycling bin where we can recycle textiles and fabrics. So anything that you should toss is anything that's damaged. And it can't be fixed. It can't be sewn back together. It can't be altered. Those are the items that I think you should toss. And I highly recommend recycling them. A lot of schools in our area have those kind of um, fabrics, textiles, recycling bin. But I'm pretty sure that you can find a place locally. And that's what that pile is for. And that I feel like is always the easiest pile. It's really the keep donate piles where things get a little hairy, right? Because the donate pile is really clothes that are too good to be thrown away. Nothing's really wrong with these clothes per se. These are the clothes that are, maybe they're out of date. Maybe they don't fit us anymore. They're just kind of like not our style. We've outgrown them. Maybe these are the ones that are perfectly fabulous, but we have some kind of a negative attachment to them and it's time to let them go. And when I say negative attachment, I'm not talking about some traumatic experience. I just mean like maybe the person that gave it to you is not in your life anymore. Like an old boyfriend or girlfriend or something like that. Um, maybe it, you got too drunk at your company Christmas party and every time you look at the dress, you feel kind of embarrassed, <laughs> not speaking from personal experience or anything, just like something like that. Maybe you gave a speech and you just felt like you bombed, right? I gave a speech one time at work in Des Moines, Iowa, and I just froze. I don't know why I give speeches all the time, do presentations all the time. I obviously run a podcast and I just froze. And I can tell you today exactly what jacket I had on. Now I've worn it again. It doesn't really bother me, but that's a really, really good example of like, if you have something like that, like you, I need that to go. Here's another example for me. So I'm moving into this new transition, right? Of leaving my old job and um, starting my own business. I got rid of some things from my old job that really reminded me of my old job. Like I got rid of my old book bag. Even though the book bag was a personal book bag, it made me think about my job. I got rid of the luggage that I used when I traveled for that job. I traveled quite a bit before quarantine. When I looked at that piece of luggage, I didn't have memories of my family and I going on vacations with that luggage. I had memories of shitty Marriott hotels, trade shows, staying up too late, um, you know, drinking at the bar because I didn't want to be out of town and I was missing my family. 
and just like constantly traveling for work. Nothing was wrong with those trips, but it just reminded me of a life that I'm ready to leave behind. It's not necessarily negative. It's just like I'm creating space because I keep my luggage in my closet. So that's why I was thinking about it. I'm creating space to just like move into this next version of me, this next level me, right? That's what this clean out is really about. It's like creating that space and telling the universe like this is who I am now. This is the life that I want to create now. Sorry, I, you know, I go on my tangents. So we have our three piles. So we've got all of our clothes out on the bed. We're going to separate everything into three piles. And I'm going to tell you the questions that you can ask yourself to really move through this. Okay, so trash pile is anything that's damaged and cannot be restored. And we will recycle those. Then we're going to go back to the clothes that we love. So these are the clothes that, you know, working condition. We're going to take it all out, right? We're going to get rid of anything that doesn't fit, even if we love it. I want you to get rid of anything that doesn't fit because I, per uh, okay, so you don't have to donate these clothes. You can put them in a basket. You can put them in a box and move them in a different space, but I don't think they need to be the front and center clothes because it doesn't feel good, okay? I don't care where you're at in the journey. I've gained 15 pounds. A lot of my clothes do not fit right now. A lot of us have probably gained the quarantine 19, right? That's what we're working with. A lot of my stuff doesn't fit. So I'm just not putting that stuff front and center. I'm going to put some of that in a basket. I'm going to make it look cute in the corner. And the reason I'm keeping them is because I do want to use them as motivation. But I do have some clothes in my closet. I'm looking at them right now. Jeans from pre-kid. They need to go. Because one, they're out of date. Two... I don't think I'll ever be that skinny. I'm not sure if I ever want to be that skinny again. So let's start cleaning out those, even if you love them, right? Those go in the donate pile. Okay, we're only keeping the things that we love. So ask yourself, do you love it? If the answer is yes, we're going to say, okay, have I worn it in the last six months? If the answer is yes. Does it fit? If the answer is yes, does it? it fit your style and the body shape? Do you feel empowered and confident in it? If the answer is yes, we keep going. Is it in a color that flatters you? By this point, the probably answer is yes. This is why you love it. This is why you feel confident in it. Those are the clothes we're going to keep, right? Anything that makes us happy. We've worn it in the last six months. Even if you live somewhere seasonally, like in Virginia, where the seasons change, usually you can wear it within the six months, right? Does it fit? Does it flatter, you know, your body shape, your coloring? And obviously, does it fit into that next level style that you are going for? Those are the only clothes that we are keeping in our keep pile. Those are the bones that we are going to rebuild our wardrobe with. There's no point, and believe me, I love shopping, right? There's no point in going out and buying a whole bunch of clothes without knowing what you already have in your closet and what you already have in your space. That's why when I'm working with my clients, this is the part of the process before we even get to the shopping boards, right? We go through this whole thing. What makes you feel good? What colors do you like? What cuts and um, styles will flatter your body? And we go through this whole education. Then we go to the closet and then we clean out the closet. Now that we've got the closet down to the bones of the things that we love, 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 then we build from there and then we mix and match from there. Then we make sure we add the pieces in that can like create the capsule wardrobe. It's not about 
having tons and tons and tons of clothes. It's about having clothes that you feel confident in. It's about mixing and matching because mixing and matching is fun. It's a great way to save money. I think all of us on this boat, I don't believe in just like buying clothes just to buy clothes, right? That's not, it's not about creating waste. It's about creating love and about creating empowerment. All right. So that's our keep pile. Now our donate pile. When you ask yourself, do you love it? If the answer was no, it automatically goes in the donate pile. Okay, period, right? Now, if you ask yourself if you love it, and the answer was yes, but have you worn it in the last six months? And the answer was no. Now we got to be like, okay, well, why not? If you love it, then how come you haven't worn it? So now, is it something that you haven't worn in six months because you haven't had an opportunity to wear it in six months? Say, like, a prom dress. Well, that's not even a good example (laughs) because I'm way too old to have a prom dress. So let's just say, like, a fancy dress. Maybe it was a wedding dress that you wore to a wedding, not your wedding dress because, again, that probably doesn't need to be in the closet either. But it's a dress or an outfit that maybe you don't have a lot of need for, but we can't detach from it because we spent a lot of money on it. So here is my solution to that. Either you donate that or you sell it on a website like ThreadUp, right? The secondhand clothing market is really, really hot. You can make money. So again, going back to one of the benefits of cleaning out your closet being saving money, you can actually make money by you know reselling the clothes that you have and let someone else enjoy that. Let someone else who doesn't have as much as you enjoy that clothing let that life of that clothing continue to live and make somebody else happy then the clothes that you don't feel like you can really resell don't forget you can write those off on your taxes as donations i do it all the time with my kids clothes and my clothes okay this is about creating harmony in our lives and in our pockets it's not just about frivolously spending money it's just about being smart which always goes back to how you do one thing is how you do everything right Okay, so we love it, but we haven't worn it in six months. Maybe it's an outfit that just, it, it was good for this wedding, but we really won't never wear it again. Let's try to sell it or let's donate it. Or you can go back to the trick of the clothes that don't fit. And we're going to get a cute basket from Target and we're going to put it in there. And we're going to put it in the corner of the closet or we'll get a cute under bed storage, whatever it is. And maybe we can save it and see if it comes up because maybe it has sentimental value and you really don't want to let it go. That's one I honestly don't have a really good solution for you, except for I try to do is either display it. Like I have a brooch that my grandfather gave to me before he passed away that it's not really my style and I really won't wear it. I have it on a hat and I just kind of have it as displayed in my closet. So if you have a sentimental piece like that, you can try to go a route like that. Or you can always take a picture in it and frame the picture and keep that and not have to keep the piece. That is something I try to do with my kids' artwork. So same principle applies, right? It has a sentimental value. So you love it, but you haven't worn it in six months. Is it versatile? Can you mix and match with it and you just kind of forgot about it? Then, okay, now we can play with it a little bit and maybe we'll keep it around a little bit longer into the next season cleanup so I also think it's a really good idea if you live somewhere that has like the seasonal transitions to at least twice a year from hot to cold and cold to hot to go through and clean out the closet 
again, ask yourself, do you feel confident? Does it make you feel confident? Okay. If it does, keep it. If it doesn't really make you feel 100% competent, confident, not competent, confident, then donate it. If it doesn't, just get rid of it. You don't need it. And then another really good question is maybe you haven't worn it in the last six months because you have something similar that is in your love pile, love pile that we are going to keep. So those are some really quick, easy questions and a really good way to just kind of go through everything for the keep and the donate pile. And then donate pile could be donate, resell, whatever you want to do with that. But those are the two major piles. And again, the toss pile isn't really toss. I think there's some other really cool things that we can do there. But for me, those are pieces that are damaged. The other thing that goes in your donate pile are the things, like I said, that are out of style. Believe me, my high school style has come back in style. I get that when I go into Target's a really good example for me because I feel like their wild fable line right now is very 90s and 90s was my high school um, era. So I get it. And there is a moment where I'm like, oh, I should have kept that one dress. But no matter what, when things go out of style and they come back, they always come back with some kind of a modern twist, right? It's evolution. It's never going to come back exactly the same way. Like bell bottoms are probably a really good example. They can, they come in and out, the wide flare legs, they come in and out, but the wash of the jeans will never be the same. The pockets will never be the same. The fabric might be slightly different because our technology is always growing. What we want as a consumer is always evolving. So if something really is out of date, there is no reason to keep it. It really just needs to go in the donate pile. And I have one caveat to that. Unless your kids like to play dress up or unless you are one of the people who really, really gets in Halloween. That's the only time I think it's fun to keep clothes that might be out of style or that you really won't wear again, like that bridesmaid's dress or something like that. So now what we do, so we have our piles and I know you're probably like, this is a long ass episode on how to clean out your closet, but this is real life tips. Okay. <laughs> so we got our piles. We got our love pile, which is really the only pile that's going back in the closet. My first, first, first piece of advice to make your closet look fucking stellar. Please, please, please just get matching hangers. I don't care how expensive they are. I don't care if they're wooden. I don't care if they're felt. I don't care if they're plastic orange ones from Target. If all of your hangers match, your closet immediately has a different look and feel. It immediately will make you feel good every time you walk in. That's my hands down number one tip if you do not want to like get in to all the organization piece that I'm about to go into. Just make sure you have matching hangers. It is a game changer. I do have like the wooden ones from Target. It's like a set of 25 for 19 bucks. Hands down, my absolute favorite. I think those wooden hangers make even like my t-shirts or my silly like everyday weekend shirts look nice hanging up on the hanger and it makes it more nice and exciting when I put them on. I immediately feel better because the way they are displayed is empowering instead of like, oh, it's just something I got to do every day. So now we're coming back into the closet. Now we're going to organize. I think it's really, really important to organize your clothes by length. Like all your dresses should go together, all your shirts should go together. So like you don't have a bunch of different lengths 
mixed together because then it becomes really, really hard to see what clothes you have. So if you have pantsuits and dresses that you like to hang up, all of them should go together. Doesn't matter where you put them. I don't really care. Of course, if I was being particular, I'd put them on one of the ends and like let it go from smallest to biggest, but completely up to you. Definitely get it by length. Then if you can... <laughs> do it by color. I know it sounds weird, but it makes it so much easier if your clothes are organized by color when you're putting together outfits. And that's something that I hear a lot of people tell me is I just feel like I don't know how to put together outfits. Like, can you just tell me how to put together an outfit? And if our clothes are by organized by color, if they're organized by length, if they're organized by style, it makes it so much easier when you're putting together an outfit. Because once you really know your personal style, it's really easy like to put together that formula for you. I don't know if formula is the right word, but you know what I'm trying to say. And that is the other thing I was going to say is to organize by style. It's like if I look at my closet right now, I have all of like my long dresses and jumpsuits on one end. Then I go into my sweaters. Those are color coordinated right beside my sweaters are kind of like casual shirts that I wear on the weekends and things like that. Then all of those are organized by color. Then I move into my tank tops that I hang up like my dress ear tank tops. And those are by all by color. All of my button down like Oxford type shirts that I used to wear to work, which I'm not really sure what I'm going to do with those. It's definitely time for me to do a closet edit. I need to, I mean, those are by color. I need to go through them, obviously. Then all my blazers are beside those and those are by color. And it sounds like I have a shitload of clothes, but even if you have three blazers, it's really just about getting it visually so it's easy to see and just so it's organized right and a simple thing that you can do that a lot of people do in design and is to just organize it by colors of the rainbow so and it makes it fun you already know how that goes i'm not saying that you have all the colors of the rainbow but it's a way to keep it uniformed from one section to the next section and don't forget those matching hangers so now that I've talked to you for like, I don't even know, 35 minutes, 40 minutes about how to clean up your closet. I hope you enjoyed it. I do have, I've started to collect some of this stuff on um, Pinterest because that's where I've been working a lot with my clients. I have set up some wardrobe edit Pinterest boards. So if you'd like access to those, I mean, my profile is public, but if you'd like access to those, message me, I will send you the link to those and you can just really get some cool ideas. That's what I did. You know, I've been using Pinterest for a long time. And a lot of people do, but I've been using Pinterest for a long time um, for doing projects in my house like that. So I shared some of the ones that I personally used when I did my closet. And then I put some new fresh updated um ways to like organize tips for organizing your closet maybe your closet's really big and you need ideas for like drawer organizers or you need something like how to um, hang your shoes up or ideas for shoe racks or how to use a bookcase for a shoe rack that's what I actually did in my closet and just a bunch of different fun ideas like that but I truly, truly believe that when we make this space a magical space, it just continues that journey and our morning when we're grounding ourselves and it really sets us up for success for the rest of the day. Because when you're standing in that space, and f instead of feeling chaotic, you can ask yourself, 
How do I want to feel today when I crush this fucking presentation? How do I want to feel today when I'm meeting that client for the first time? How do I want to feel today as I open up this new store, my first brick and mortar store? How do I want to feel today when I'm just like whatever that thing is for you? Because I know that you guys are all on this journey of living these amazing lives and really, really living out your dreams. So thank you for your time today. If you are loving the podcast, please make sure to rate and review it and share it with your friends because my mission is to empower as many women as possible to really step into their magic and to live out their wildest dreams. And by you guys rating and reviewing the podcast, that helps. And obviously by sharing it with your friends, that helps too. But before I let you go, I did remember to pull an Oracle card and <laughs> this is why I love this stuff. And this is why I will never let my spirituality not show up on this show and on this new phase of my journey is because this shit is always so right on time. The Oracle card that I picked was you look like a shit show. You're a hot mess. Clean yourself up. <laughs> and I just thought that that was so funny because we're talking about cleaning up closets and today is the 11th Monday, you know, my lucky number, but tomorrow is the new moon. So this is a great time to put out that new energy while we're thinking of the new things that we want to manifest with this new moon energy. So it's a great time to continue this detox that's always so popular at the beginning of the new year. And what a better way than to clean out your closet. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and I will talk to you soon. Bye.